I'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey. Without a strong why, it can be so difficult to reach your maximum potential. My name is Dr. Jason Ballara, and every week I meet with real estate investors and mindset specialists that are taking action in order to build a life according to their own terms. We will break down what drives successful people and allows them to achieve at such a high level. If you are a professional wanting to break through, or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you. Hi, everyone. I'm Jason Ballara, and this is the Know Your Why podcast. Today, I'm here with Kevin Brenner. Kevin is a University of Miami graduate with a bachelor's in atmospheric science uh, and a former top Pentagon Air, Pentagon Air Force meteorologist. Kevin's not your typical Wall Street fund manager. He, rather than pursuing an expensive finance degree, he spent years meticulously educating himself in every facet of multifamily real estate, from syndications to underwriting to fund management. So, um, Kevin, your bio is incredibly impressive, and I'm really excited to talk about all of it. But uh, first of all, I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on the show today. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Jason. Thanks for having me. Thanks for reaching out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, why don't you go ahead and kind of tell us your background from from your perspective, and then we'll we'll dive into wherever that takes us. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I I would say non-conventional is 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 a little bit of my background. Uh, you know, I just got out of the military after nine years of service. And thank you, thank and, you for oh, service. Yeah, my pleasure, man. It, it, <laughs> it's uh, it, it it's you know, it's a career, it's a calling, and um, you know, I, it's been with me my whole life since I was a teenager, and and doing kind of like junior ROTC, and then you go into college and you do ROTC, and uh, you know, you look back and it's like, wow, I've been doing this for like. I have nine years of active duty service, but I've been doing this for like 20 years of my life. Yeah. And um, you, I, I've found myself about halfway through, maybe at that five-year mark while I was active duty, I found myself relatively unfulfilled. My job was easy. Um, I, li- I liked it. I enjoyed it. I was a meteorologist. But most of my time I was, uh, you know, in, in the military as an officer, you're leading people and you're doing you know, kind of project management and things like that, you know, it's upper management kind of stuff, which was fine, fun. I enjoyed it, but it was easy, you know, and, and, uh, in, if you've ever worked for the government or, or been around the government, there's so much red tape just to do anything to make the tiniest move. You got to go through like a thousand different sets of hands. And, uh, I, I was kind of frustrated. So I was living this, this life where I was kind of frustrated and I, my job was easy and I started looking at something else. And I, I kind of, uh, a friend of mine had told me about real estate and, um, and getting into that. And I didn't quite understand it. Uh, we were playing volleyball together. We were in, this is back in Savannah, Georgia, about four years ago when I got started. And he told me, so I was a captain at the time and, and if you know, military ranks, um, he was a first Lieutenant. So he was one rank below me. So he, you know, by, he made less money than me effectively. Right. But he said, he's like, dude, I just closed on my seventh house. And I was like, what, how do you do that? Because I'm renting and I know how much you make <laughs> and I know that you can't afford yeah. seven mortgages. Like I, I, I cannot, you know, like I have a car payment. I get that. I know if I had seven cars, I'd be in trouble. So like, I, you know, but he broke down. He's like, no, 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 no. This is good debt and all this stuff. And you know, we're playing and I'm just, my mind's blown, you know, and, uh, he throws me rich dad, poor dad. Right. And he's like, just read this book. It'll explain a lot, you know, whatever started reading it. And and like the story goes, I'm, I'm sure on so many of your guests who've had that epiphany moment, 
I read it in like, it feels like I read it in two days and it changed my life forever. I was like, oh my God, this is how, this is the pathway. Like this is the way to get, to, to create a, a legacy of financial independence and family wealth and have freedom for myself. And for the most part, avoid a lot of the red tape that I was so accustomed to, to live the life that I wanted to live. And, um, it was right under my nose the whole time. So from there it was like, you know, just off, you know, education, you know, every book I can get my hands on, I'm reading every podcast, you know, I'm driving down to Fort Stewart from Savannah, Georgia, it's about a 45 minute drive to go to work. And, uh, you know, bigger pockets podcast, uh, you, you know, listen to Brandon Turner's story and, and just absorbing all of that knowledge. And a couple of months later, closed on my first quadplex. Uh, a couple of months after that, bought another one just in the same neighborhood. And from there I got orders up to Washington DC. And that's kind of where I, uh, initially hooked up with, uh, with active duty passive income and helped them start building their company. And two and a half, three years later, we have something really, really special on our hands. So that's kind of the long and short of it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I love, I love the idea that you're playing volleyball and just like, Oh, Hey, by the way, uh, I have seven houses and this is my, <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, dude, like get out of here. <laughs> I was like, what, what do you mean? And, and this guy, he, he's, he's, he's amazing. And he, he's a uh, total inspiration. He got out of the military before me and um, you know, he was kind of doing the same thing. He was an officer, a West Point graduate and all of this stuff. He bought a, a quadplex downtown in Savannah. And I think he got it for 500 and I'm this thing today. He still has it. Uh, he rents it out by the room. So each apartment, it's four units, right? Each apartment's like three bedrooms, rents it out to students by the room. Cash flows like a champ. It's worth like $1.2 million three years later. I mean, the dude is sitting on a gold mine Yeah, and he used his VA loan to get it. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Downtown Savannah is good real estate to have. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a nice area. Um, <laughs> that's very funny. So you, so you, you sort of immediately started with these quadplexes and when you made that transition from, you know, doing that and then, and then you connected with active duty, passive income, like, what did that look like for you when you, when you hooked up with them? How, how did that come about? What, what was your role, you know, and, and how has that progressed? Yeah. So, I, I mean, like many of your listeners, uh, I'm, I'm a perennial student. I'm always learning. Right. And. Um, my model is, um, and maybe I learned this from the military and, and, you know, uh, I, I don't know, but I, I never like to reinvent the wheel. Uh, so I will find someone who is doing something that I want to do or living a life that maybe I want to live. And I will literally copy everything that that person does. And that person to me was Brandon Turner, bigger pockets. Yeah. I watched, I listened to everything this guy was doing. Uh, and I said, okay, well, why don't I just start doing that? So I started getting real estate, getting that experience. And then uh, when it comes to actively passive income, uh, 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 a LinkedIn connection actually sent me a LinkedIn message and was like, hey, I see you're doing these things and you're in the military. You should check out this group. And this is at the time, small Facebook group, maybe 1200 people, um, which, you know, decent Facebook group, but you know what I mean? Like really in its infancy, I think the company had been around maybe a year and a half. Yeah. You know, um, and I just started adding value. I was like, oh man, this could be my, like, I'm just going to add as much 
value as I can. And they had this thing called a 30 day live challenge. And I, you know, I'm not, it's not there now, but other, I'm sure people on social media have seen these things before, but effectively you go on 30 days in a row on a Facebook live or whatever platform you're on. And you, you just share value, just free value. And my whole thing, I had written down every day, day one through 30, what I'm going to talk about. And it was all the stuff that I've learned about these quadplexes. Cause I had just closed on the second one. And, you know, you're, you're going through long distance rehabs, you're doing, you know, you're, you're, you're an investor, right? So what can I share with this community of like-minded individuals? And I do this consistently, boom, 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 every day. And I start getting messages and I start, you know, just kind of building the network. And uh, eventually about three months later, after constantly adding value, the CEO of Active Duty Passive Income, Mark Sitch, calls me and out of the blue. And he's like, dude, do you just want to, you want to work with us? (laughs) <laughs> like we see your hustle every single day. It's like, you just want to, you want to work with us? And I said, yeah, I'd love to. Um, but uh, here are my conditions. Uh, I, I, I want to host the podcast or at the time I want to co-host the podcast and I want to drive transformational change. So if you can't offer me those two, then I'm not interested. And he said, no, yeah, let's do it. So th- I knew that, you know, I needed a platform and I needed to host uh, being a host of a podcast was, was the way to do it. So I went and joined a podcasting mastermind. I learned from some of the best podcasters out there on how to set up everything, the infrastructure, the backend stuff that, you know, Jason, but, um, yeah, you know, started doing that. And, and again, I'm, I'm just looking at what Brandon Turner's doing. I'm like, okay, how can I become an influencer in the space? Well, I have my niche of military real estate investors, which to which I still active duty at the time, I am one. And uh, how can I just continually add value to these people? And, um, you know, from leading the podcast, it turned out to, well, let's set up a single family mastermind program. Well, we didn't have that. Who wants to take lead on that project? I'll do it. So me and another guy, we, we set up the entire infrastructure for a single family mastermind, which now has uh, over 250 students in it. And we coach weekly. And it's incredible because these students are coming from all over the world. I mean, we have students literally everywhere and, um, you know, they're, they're, they're just doing amazing things. We have, we have students who are closing deals from being deployed in Africa. They're buying deals in Tennessee. They're buying, you know, it's just crazy things that you think that, you know, normal real estate investors, maybe listen to this podcast are like, Whoa, you can do that. Yeah, you can. And, and people are doing it. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just, you know, kind of building, my future by emulating others, I think was super helpful. And then consistently adding value to a community and nurturing a community that you, that you legitimately care about. Like I care about these people. I care about this community. And now I have ownership in the company, not only like equity, but like ownership. Like I, Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm established in that community and, and I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I mean, these are my people. So for folks out there listening, you know, yeah, you got to know your why and all of that. That's really important. But if you're looking to inspire others, you don't necessarily have to start your own community. You just have to find a community that speaks to you and just start adding value for free. Don't expect anything in return. And it's going to take like months, maybe years. Just do it. And you never know what's going to happen because yeah. that, that kind of, I think that social capital that you can, you can share with others helps create authority in the space, helps grow smaller communities into larger ones. And, um, and that has a lot of power. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, th- those are all like, I mean, it, 
sort of the, the, you know, playbook for, for getting started. And, and I, you know, the, the point about sort of emulating Brandon Turner is, it, I mean, there, there's a reason why, you know, he's, why that podcast got so big. There's a reason why he uh, has, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram. And so there, he's very relatable, right? It's like anybody, you can listen to him and, you know, hear his backstory, kind of connect with that, you know, the guy who, like, not that he, not, I don't want to say nobody, but it's like, he didn't come from like this, you know, right. rich family or whatever. It was just like, he's just a guy that figured out that, hey, wait, I think maybe this can work. And he just did, <laughs> you know, kept at it, kept at it, kept at it, believed in it, built his, you know, built his story, kept providing value to the world. And, you know, now he's, now he's not on the bigger podcast podcast <laughs> yeah. anymore, which is actually a sad thing. Cause I, I really enjoyed listening to him, but it was, um, it, it is a, it is a good, you know, process to follow. And also I think important to look at how long it took him, mm -hmm. right? Like, and he talks about it, but it's like, you know, it's been 10 years or something like that. Like he's been at it and it's, you know, you mentioned how in your military, your military career, how, okay, you're active duty for nine years, but like how much time leading up to that, were you actually building to get into that? And it's the same thing for me. Like I'm a veterinary surgeon now I have been for 13 years, but like it took me 12 years of like college vet school training mm -hmm. before that. And so you, you, people don't want to put in the work for a long time, right? Like people want to do this big explosive thing have their you know work hard for a moment which which in reality is a moment even if it's a week you know but mm -hmm. it, it does it takes years to build these these careers and be successful and continuing to give back in some way right like you're you're giving back with your community uh i i really have the same aspirations to do essentially emulate you what you've done in the military community i want to do that in the veterinary community like i want this is a a group of people that i think need help on a on a you know financial freedom level and i want to i want to be that person like i want to mm -hmm. do that for them so everything you said is is 100% you know correct and but very relatable to me in in you know kind of the scenario that i'm in so uh thank you for sharing that and so you've you've gotten into that space and now you're, you know, kind of a leader and still providing value. You're teaching other people. What are you doing, you know, from a, I guess we'll we'll talk a little bit about real estate anyway. What what are you doing on the the true real estate side? What's what's your um niche there? Yeah, yeah. So um you know, after I closed on that second quad, um I, uh, you know, and, and I had a, a college buddy help, you know, we JV'd that deal and, you know, those, you know, we said we, we renovated them, you know, I handled all that, had the contractors, had the property managers. I was kind of doing the asset management side. He was the money guy. But after that, I, I got orders to come to Washington, DC and that's where I am right now. So I did a tour at the Pentagon and, you know, I'm working at the Pentagon and I'm, I'm studying and, and, you know, when we moved here, my wife and I, well, girlfriend at the time we were trying to find a place to live that, you know, made sense. Well, Hey, let's buy, maybe let's, um, 
you know, we can get an FHA loan because I already used my VA on one of the quads and we can get an FHA loan and whatever. It just didn't make any sense. Everything was just upside down in this market in DC. So we decided to rent and we're still in our, our apartment here and it's fine. But uh, I looked at the landscape here and, um, you know, I, I kind of initially I was like, okay, I'm just going to dedicate my investing elsewhere, right? So I'm going to build up these programs. I'm going to work on my consulting and my coaching and all of this other, these other businesses, right? Uh, and, and help grow ADPI and, 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 and create some other cool stuff, which we'll talk about later. But it was, uh, it was really last year, uh, might be like Q3 last year. And I looked at, I was looking at my, you know, was getting out, I looked at it and I was like, okay, I'm getting out of the military this quarter and I'm going to have more time. Like, what do I want to do? And I was like, well, you know, I might as well do something in the DC area. Can't buy anything because it just still doesn't make sense. You know, I, I, I only buy for cash flow. So that's like one of my tenants, right? Mm-hmm. So just can't cash flow here. Doesn't make sense. And then I looked at short term rentals and I said, whoa, hold on. How does this work? And, uh, you know, like anything, you got to learn, network, take action, right? So I educated. Uh, I started reading books and, and uh, mentoring the space. Uh, a good buddy of mine, he's an army guy and uh, has over 200 short term rentals, still active duty army. And, um, I gave him a call and I was like, Hey man, is this conceivable? Like, it, you know, I'm in the Washington DC area. He's like, well, DC it's tough because there's a lot of restrictions, yeah. but he said, Northern Virginia, different story. So I started getting, you know, last, uh, November we went, we went live with our first one and we're doing the arbitrage model and, Oh my God, these things cash flow like crazy. And, um, it's great. You know, uh, you know, so I have a couple of those running here locally and it's great cash flow. And it just helps supplement the cash flow that I'm getting from the apartments. And all at the same time, I was building a private equity company and I was learning my true passion, which was fund management. It's how can I, cause I knew, you know, I kind of, I feel like I, I, I was another non-conventional step was I jumped right into small multis where I was like, okay, I, I could, buy a single family home and go through that and rent it out and do that. Or I can just get a, the, the largest, you know, a four unit, the largest my VA can, can get me yeah. and, and own and never look back. And that's what I decided. And from there, I started getting into larger multifamily deals and uh, I started a private equity firm and, and we got 140 unit property. And, uh, and then from there um, I kind of took that, that those lessons learned in that company and, uh, we, we were at, again, in Mark Yance's house in New Orleans and myself and Tim Kelly, and we were doing some video recording content and we were just for regular stuff, you know, fly down there, have a, have a team meeting, but, um, we're down there and, and I was telling them about all the stuff that I'm doing in fund management and I'm learning. And I spent 10 grand on a course. You just learn about all of this stuff. Right. And we're looking at each other and we're like, well, we have this community of about 25,000 real estate investors. Why can't we raise capital from them? And I said, no, you can. And this is exactly how you do it. And that kind of lit the spark, you know, like right there. And for the next year, we built out this fund, ADPI Capital, which is a Reg A fund, uh, which is very different than uh, a a lot of um, the syndicators out there who are relying on Reg D, 506B, 506C exemptions. Reg A is like a mini IPO and it's a lot of work, but you can raise up to 75 million your first year. You, your, your investors do not have to be accredited. You can market to anyone that you want to. Uh, and you can, you know, minimum investments start out, 
uh, as low as $10 per investor. So it's crowdfunding on steroids and it's amazing. So like the benefits, we looked at that from a, a, a company standpoint, we said, oh my God, we can finally, we can finally have the solution for people who are constantly asking us, hey, how can I invest with you? I see what you guys are doing personally. I see Eric Upchurch closing, you know, 300, 400 self-storage units. Uh, I see Tim Kelly doing, doing deals. I see Mark Young getting assisted living homes and, and, you know, large multifamilies. How can I get involved? And that's what, and at the time before this fund, we were like, well, we can teach you. Why don't we just educate you? But like you were saying, Jason, people want, they want it now, yep. you know, they, they, they want that instant gratification. And some people don't have time to be, they don't want to go through the education. They don't want to do the work, blah, 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 whatever. And we never had a real solution for them because we could, we could say, oh, well, why don't you just join my 506C fund? Um, but, uh, well, you have to be accredited, which most military folks aren't. And, oh, by the way, it's a $50,000 minimum investment, which you probably don't have. So we had to step back and look at this from a solution standpoint and figure out how can we remove these barriers that are in front of our community? Not anyone else, not the doctors, lawyers, dentists, and all those folks out there, yeah. our community the military real estate investor, how can we help them get into these deals? And, um, you know, so it took us about a year to do, and, and I'm happy to report that uh, we're under SEC review right now for a qualification. We should be, um, we got a deadline today. We're going to turn in some, another round of paperwork on Wednesday, but it's looking like in the next three, five weeks, we'll be, uh, we'll be good to go. And um, we got deals lined up and it's just really, really exciting because, like I said, it's that, it's that solutions mindset. So once you have the community and you're adding value, figure out what their problems are and just solve them. Yeah. I, you may end up being my, uh, my Brandon Turner. Cause I, I also love that idea. I've, <laughs> I've, I've been, uh, sort of struggling with that same thing. It's like, just as you said, it's like, okay, here's here. here we can do deal by deal. And we've been doing that. And it's like, I, I really want to, you know, put these opportunities out there for other veterinarians and, and the, but it's right. It, it, you know, it's like minimum investment, 50,000. It's like, Oh, I don't have 50,000. Like a lot of people don't have 50,000. Yeah. It's a I, big ask. Right. <laughs> I, know? I, I like, my, like the people, my, <laughs> my background, my family, like my, the, the way I grew up, my family, friends, like none of us had any money. Like we grew up in, not fortunate, I guess, however you want to put it. But, and so when I think about like the people that I want to help, yeah, you, you know, it's, I'm happy to help wealthy people get wealthier, I guess, but, but that's not like, that's not what fires me up. What fires me up is getting people involved in this stuff at any level. And it's like, you know, creating a fund like that, like that people have asked me, why don't I do a fund? And I'm like, I would love to do a fund for, for veterinarians and their, and their families and, you know, that community, but it would have to be what you're doing. It would have to, I, I just, I wouldn't be interested in it otherwise, but, but, you know, hearing that, that you're doing that is, is great. And uh, I, you don't have to tell me all the, <laughs> all the specifics here now, but, but yeah, I may, may like to pick a brain in the future. Cause I did, I think that's the, that's the way to do it. Right. You're like, how can I help people? that can invest any amount, right? If they want to, mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've had my, you know, my mom, I want to, I would love to invest with you. And it's like, well, mom, I know you don't have $50,000. Like you maybe could put a hundred dollars in, right. And it's like, right. it, it's just kind of that sort of thing that, 
it that's where you can uh, to me i feel like then you're really making a difference you're really helping people that need help and showing them the, the benefits of what of what we're doing yeah and, and i think that's um you, you know our, our community specifically being military real estate investors and we're up to over 55,000 military real estate investors in our community we're growing that's about amazing. 5 to 7,000 investors per month um because it's not just active duty military. I mean, our obviously <laughs> active duty passive income, right? It's a play on words. Uh, but a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not active duty anymore. Can I be in this community? Of course, of course you can. Yeah. And, and that just scratches the surface on, on what we offer because in our Facebook community, that's where we're just constantly answering questions and helping people. And we have so many testimonials, of people being like, oh my God, this community is like, this is the greatest community. Um, and we protect that. Uh, we have a team of outstanding moderators. We're up to like seven or eight moderators of the Facebook group uh, that will individually vet each person. So you can try and join the group. Uh, and we have a 2,300 member waiting list because we're individually vetting to see if you're connected to the military. It's like Facebook stocking 101. <laughs> Probably like 201, really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but High really level good. Facebook stalking. Well, but I mean, that's the thing, because you have to protect your community. And this could be right. if you're in the veterinarian community or whatever. Like, you don't want the, you don't want people coming into your community that are just going to, like, be, like, super salesy and annoying, because that's right. just going right. to devalue what you've built. So you have to protect that that that, that brand and that community. And, um you know, folks like Kelly Madden and, and Jill Campbell and uh, Hannah Colbert, and they've just done outstanding jobs of, of doing that. And it, it literally is a full-time job, um, yeah. you know, to, to, to handle at this level. And, you know, our goal uh, as a community is to grow to hundred thousand by the end of the year. And um, we're, we're relatively on track to do that. Um, and, you know, providing all the services that we provide, it's, it's great because we're in a place now where uh, someone in the military, whether they have any experience in real estate or maybe they have a, they bought a house and they're an accidental landlord because they got moved around the country and they're like, well, I just rent this out. You know, I don't really know what I'm doing. They could come in and for free, literally learn everything that they need to take their, to, to actually start building an investment portfolio that by the time they retire from the military after 20 plus years, they don't have to go and get another job. They can live off of the cash flow, off the equity that they've earned. Uh, or they can go and, and, you know, get into the educational programs and kind of fast track that. And, you know, we have folks that have, you know, one of my students, God, Mason, killing it. Uh, six months after joining the course, nine units. Wow. Just like, boom, like that. And it's incredible because, you know, it's just people, you know, the, the, People who want to get into this, whether they're military or not, they, they're starting out in real estate investing. Usually the number one thing that's holding them back is the thing that's between their ears. It's their head, man. Like they just, it, it's fear. It's all mental. Um, you know, I had a member text me last night just uh, asking like, hey, um, I, I have this portfolio deal that, uh, you know, but I, I'm scared because I don't know how I'd get it funded. And I was like, well, is it a good deal? He's like, yeah, I think so. And I was like, all right, so call the bank. What the bank said? He's like, oh, well, I haven't done that yet. I was like, well, we'll do that, you know, because there's commercial portfolio loans and you might be able to get one. And it, you might, if it's a great deal and it cash flows, you know, you might even be able to get like an interest only for a couple of years loan while you prove your cash flow, implement, implement your business plan, and then you can refi into a 30 year term. Like stuff like that exists, mm -hmm. but it blows people's minds because yep. they only see it through the lens of, well, I got to put 20% down. 
No, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. Yep. Uh, these small banks, they want those loans on their books. That's yeah. good business for them. So yeah, it's just um, having that mindset of helping people and, and, and providing the services is, um, is, is it's where it's, it's what you got to do. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, those are, that's a great example, but it's like, there's so many little things that you learn that like, it's not, unless someone just happens to give you that example on a podcast, like you just did, it's like, there's so many little things as you go through the process that you're, you know, you maybe just don't think about. It's like, I, I, I posted something the other day, just cause I'm like, those are the things <laughs> that give me the most frustration is the stuff that no one talks about. And it's like, it's a silly example, but it's like every time you, we, when we, we buy multifamily property for people who don't know, you have to, you, you open it under an LLC. So the process is form the LLC in some state. There are different ways to pick that, not the point, but then you have to have an EIN, which is a business's social security number, essentially. Right. So <clears throat> we do, we form the, the LLC and we try to apply for the EIN. Now you're supposed to do it online. They have the online system. It should take 10 minutes, but for whatever reason, their system, if you have a, a business name, that's like semi-similar to another one, it won't take it online. Well, the only other ways to do it then are either through fax, which I didn't even think people still have fax machines. <laughs> yes, the facsimile. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, fax? I was like, I don't have one of those. Or, a, uh, or you can send it in by mail, like put a stamp on it, send it yeah, to right. the... And so it takes three, four, four business days for fax, and it takes four weeks for mail. And like, you don't have four weeks time when you're trying to fund a multifamily deal to establish a bank account. And so do the fax thing. And I don't have a fax machine. So I'm like looking up like fax programs, like fax apps on my phone, trying to figure all out. So I like go through this process multiple times and I call, I've, that you're also on hold like an hour every time you call the IRS. They don't have someone who will, <laughs> the person that you're sending the fax to is the, like the department that creates the entities. The, the person, the, the number that you call is someone who can basically look on a computer and see if the entity is formed, right? So, exactly. and they which won't- Which you can do. Right, which you can do. <laughs> they won't let you talk to anyone in the entity. For, they won't even, they can't even tell me that the fax was received, right? The person that you talk to. So I like go through this over and over and over again. Finally, I get in the mail an EIN letter for some company called Serendipia LLC. And I, but everything else is right. Everything else is my name. Like I'm like, Serendipia. So I call- and I'm like, hey, I'm trying to get an EIN, but I got this EIN for Serendipia or whatever. Turns out they put it under the wrong, like somehow managed to like cross the company name and get and like someone was able to fix it then. But I'm like, that's the stuff that it's never going to be in a book. It's never going to be like part of a like a structured mentorship program. But that's the stuff when like your members call you and they ask about that lending question. Like, I don't, you know. I want to buy this portfolio, but I don't know what to do about it. Like that's the stuff yeah. that having your experience, you can, you can give to them. And it's like, save like literally weeks of hassle and fuss yeah. to get figured out. And, and that's, that's really what it, what it is. Um, so I, I, I highly encourage your listeners if they want to get into any of this stuff and, you know, we've been kind of talking about a lot of different things in this podcast, but 
if you, if you do want to get into real estate investing, you can do it yourself. Absolutely. You can do it yourself, but I highly encourage you to find a mastermind and pay, open up your checkbook and pay because here's the deal. You can do it yourself and you can drag your knuckles until they're, they're bloody and raw, uh, making all the silly mistakes and going through the EIN process. Like that's just one small example. And the problem here is you don't know what you don't know. And that's perfectly fine. That is an acceptable level of just uh, call it ignorance, call it whatever, but you're not, you know, if you're getting, if you're new at something, you're going to totally suck at it. That's what I tell, tell my folks. Like, you know, if you've never swung a baseball bat before and you go, you know, and try to be in a professional baseball player, you're going to totally suck when that, that ball comes at 97 miles an hour, (laughs) you ain't going to hit it. So, uh, you know, there's, there's an element to that where people are so hesitant to, to, they want the mentorship, but they're so hesitant to pay for that, that knowledge and experience because when you join that mentorship, not only are you uh, you you getting experience, right? You should hopefully build a network because you're going to be networked with other people who are other students. So you have, hey, here's an automatic group of like-minded individuals, right? Like I can, you know, maybe we can do business together. Who knows? Um, but you're going to learn and and it should prompt you to uh, to to take like some serious action. And then when you have a problem, you can bounce that idea off of someone and someone in that group, if it's a mastermind that's worth its salt, well, they'll either be able to solve it for you or they'll be able to point you in the direction where you can find it. And all that's going to do, it's not going to make the problem go away. Like people think that masterminds out there are like, oh yeah, the mentors, he's just going to handle it for me. No, I don't do that. You know, like I'm not going and applying for this dude's loan on his portfolio, but I don't, (laughs) like, I don't, I don't care. But what I am going to do is I'm going to fast track the process. And we tell you, you know, this is exactly what you need to do. So instead of you getting in your head about it and, and, you know, and, and telling yourself that you can't do it and having all this negative self-talk and all of this BS, I'm going to say, no, man, it's super easy. This is how you do it. Go forth and conquer and give you the confidence and the motivation and something that would take you four weeks is going to take you a week. Like Jason, in your scenario, <laughs> after one call with the IRS, I would be like, all right, I'm changing the name of the damn company. I don't care. Right, <laughs> I would have been right. like, yeah. I would have been like, screw this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's like, that's the literally like I got that letter and like that day we had talked, okay, we're just going to form a different LLC. We'll just change the name. And so, but yeah. So yeah. In the future, that, the take home lesson is if that happens, change the name of the company. Also make the name of the company, like for these, something really weird. Like yeah. something that's just doesn't, doesn't, you know, don't just use the name of the property or the address. Like sometimes you're going to make it a little bit weird or someone else will have something similar. Like that's ultimately, if it doesn't work in the online process, <laughs> just change the name and, and, and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter. It's, you don't care what the name of the property LLC yeah. is that has no bearing. No, no, no one cares. <laughs> right. Yeah, but that, you're, not branding, that honestly, you're not branding based on that name. <laughs> but that that trips people up so much. Like so many people are going to be like, "Oh man, I want to start an LLC for my, but I don't know what to call it. And what's my logo going to be?" And they'll they'll stew on this for like months. Yep. And I feel like I just have to shake them and be like, "It doesn't matter. No one cares. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I promise it's, you, no one cares." It's true. It's true. It thing things. It, it's. I think it's you. You get hung up on it because it's something you can 
you can get hung up on, right? It's like exactly. something that you're like, I maybe if I put a lot of thought into this, it's going to make, and it's really like, it's hard because it's hard to make a mistake picking your logo or, or mm. picking the name of your, you know, it's like, so what you're, I think it's avoidance of what we're afraid of. And that is like making those offers do like doing something wrong that actually could have a significant impact is, is kind of what I think why people get hung up on that. That's my theory. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I mean, really, uh, really good points. Kevin, let, let's switch gears. We'll, we'll get to the part of the show where I ask you kind of all the questions that I ask every guest. Um, the first one being related to the name of the show, uh, being know your why. So, so what is your why, you know, what, what kind of drives you forward at this point? Yeah. Yeah. For me, um, it, it's all about, you know, my family and, and building, you know, a legacy. So my why is to, to build a legacy of, of financial independence and family wealth, uh, built upon a foundation of abundance, joy, and service to others. So that, that is something that I read and repeat daily in my journal. Um, and you know, it, it seems a bit monotonous and a bit repetitive, but every time I boil it down to why am I doing what I'm doing? Mm -hmm. It's really, it's, it's for that freedom. And I've been able to transition out of the military transition out of my W2 and has it been Rocky? Heck yeah. It's not easy. You know, it's not, I'm not like, you know, I'm not like laughing my way to the bank every month, but right. on the other end of the spectrum, I'm happy, like really happy to come and be able to hop on a Monday morning podcast with you. Like where normally I'd be, you know, stuck in some, uh, in, in some back office in the Pentagon somewhere. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just like this really, this stuff really truly brings me joy and, and to be able to to have the freedom to build my own business and, and, and obviously build ADPI capital and, and ADPI. It's, uh, it's really fun. And, um, you know, so that I think, uh, drives me, drives me deeper and further and faster than, than really anything I ever thought possible, but that, that desire for true freedom and not to like not work, but to have the freedom to choose what I want to work on. Yeah. That's a, I actually really like that because I think uh, a lot of people, you know, on this podcast, you know, I'm looking for freedom, you know, people put out there on, on uh, social media, I'm looking for financial freedom to, you know, time freedom, whatever it is. But I, I think uh, you need to define that for yourself. You need to know what that actually means, because as you said, like, it's not, it doesn't necessarily mean not working, which I think is probably what most people think initially, like, I don't want to work. I want, I don't want this. I don't like this job. I want freedom right. from this job or whatever it is, but it's, it, it's, it is that, but it isn't just that it's like freedom from, from like everything, right. It's freedom to do whatever you want on your own terms. It's it, so it's, it, I think it's a, a good, you know, you put it in your journal, read it every day, whatever it is, whatever you need to do to figure it out for yourself. And I think sometimes that, that shifts a little bit. You might have different goals and whys in the beginning that change, but it's, yeah, it's, it's a great point. Um, second question for you is tell us something about yourself that maybe isn't common knowledge, uh, something that special skill, hobby, you know, anything that you're comfortable sharing. Yeah, no. Uh, well, um, when I'm not, you know, doing podcasts and, and, and managing the fund and, and doing all this stuff. Uh, I kind of am into like some weirdly obscure sports. So, uh, pickleball, if you've ever played that, 
super into that. It's like tennis meets ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played, but I've weirdly like I play soccer and yeah. pickleball courts are popping up all over. Like Everywhere. it seems very popular. And yeah, they say it's like the fastest growing sport. And, and I started I playing like last year. And it, yeah, there, I mean, there's, there's one down the street from me in the city in DC here. And I meet with the, we, we got a, you know, maybe eight or 10 people and we just go out and play during, and it's another great, it's a great thing about having time freedom because, you know, they, they're remote workers and they have lunch breaks and they're like, Hey, let's go out on a Wednesday at 12 from 12 to one I'm like, heck yeah, I'm there. You know, like, <laughs> let me just clear my schedule quick. Uh, Cause I right. want to play pickleball with that. And uh, I like playing disc golf and regular golf and just staying super active, but um, you know, just, I'm trying out different things lately, just like different sports than the conventional ones that I would always play like soccer and basketball and all yeah. that stuff. And, uh, it's been fun. It, 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 it's really been fun. So, um, yeah, I, I've been into pickleball and disc golf lately. It's fun to figure out what to do with the time, yeah. right? Like when you leave the W2, <laughs> you're like, Huh. My my wife says I'm turning into like an old man, like I'm playing like 60 year old man sports. Right. <laughs> and I was just right. like, right. <laughs> that's, that's like I'm going to start playing like shuffleboard soon yeah, or something. Effectively <laughs> retired. What do I do? What do I do with this? this yeah, extra time? I'm really so, embracing this. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kevin, when, when people hear this and they want to reach out to you, what, what's the best way? Yeah. So um, really the best way uh, is, is to go to uh, adpicapital.com. So um, we have a couple things set up. One, the fund, and we, we didn't really get to touch on it uh, this show, but it, it's it's really it really is exciting uh, in the fact that we have broken down all the barriers, and it's not just for military folks. So if you're out there and you're interested and and you want to get in on some, you know, we have multifamily deals, self storage deals, development deals, we have um, mobile home parks, all of this stuff in the fund, and um, you know, and you're interested in becoming, you know, kind of that passive investor. And, you know, you might not have the $50,000. That's okay. You know, our minimum investment starts at $500 and, you know, we have millions raised already, but we still have room in the fund. So if, um, if that does pique your interest a little bit, just head on over to www.adpicapital.com. Or if you're at the gym now, or you're listening on the go, you can simply text ADPI to 33777 and uh, you'll get all the information there. Awesome. Okay. We'll put that in the show notes too. So people, people have it, but yeah, that's uh, actually very cool to be able to, to text and get sort of get that connection. So awesome. Um, final question. What advice would you give to someone who is, you know, kind of getting started in real estate and they're, they're, you know, trying to make their way, what would you tell them, which I'm sure you have these conversations all the time. So yeah, what, what do you, what's your, what's your go-to for those, uh, those new people? Yeah. You know, for, the, the big thing is, is you, you need a foundation of education. So, um, it, and that takes, takes many forms. Um, you know, at, at ADPI, I kind of, uh, I kind of dubbed it the ADPI triad, right? So if you think of the recycling sign, you know, it's like that triangle and it's all the arrows are, it's constant, it's iterative process, right? It's always happening. You're always learning, you're always networking and you're always taking action and taking action could be calling a realtor and getting, a you know, in, in, in a new market and having a conversation, that little tiny action step, that's taking action or taking action could be closing on a 12 unit apartment complex. That's also taking action. But as long as you're driving these little tiny steps forward in the direction that you want to go to, and that direction is, you know, if you think of like a, 
a, a bowling alley with bumpers. You got the, you got the bumpers on the side and, and you have a mentor on one side and you have your, your education on the other side, you're going to be good. And you have a network and you're building, you're going to be okay. You're going to avoid the majority of the pitfalls that newbie real estate investors fall into because they think that they can do it by themselves. And like I said earlier, you can, but you're going to make mistakes. And sometimes those mistakes are really costly, like really costly. So if you want to do it, I highly encourage you to do it. Get a foundation of education. And, um, you know, I, uh, again, if, if you really want to fast track this and, and you want to, you know, you want to have that explosive growth from nine, you know, like Mason had from uh, <laughs> zero to nine units in six months, then go and get yourself a mastermind, go and get yourself a mentor, open up your checkbook and dedicate yourself because, you know, no one finds success in anything when, when they do it halfway, just, just doesn't work like that. So if you really want to do it, then I encourage you to do it. And if you dedicate yourself, you will be shocked, shocked at how fast you see results. If you're, if you're a hundred percent in and, um, yeah, so I think, I hope the listeners that are listening to this podcast are a hundred percent in and, uh, and you know, they, uh, they get after it because it's, it's really, this business is not hard. <laughs> it's not hard. It's really not. Yeah. Uh, it just requires, uh, you know, it, it requires dedication. Yeah. hundred percent agree. That's, that's fantastic. Kevin, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Appreciate your time, everything that you've shared. Um, I think people are really going to get a lot out of this episode and uh, hopefully it'll be a lot of new investors to your fund. Um, get the yeah maybe i mean if 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 that revs your engine you know we're there for you um but uh again if you if you're looking for you know just your military your veteran and you want to get into the group just go and get into the group you know it's it's not just we're we're so multi-dimensional at this point that it's um we're here to help and we're here to provide solutions so yeah man jason it was a it was a pleasure thanks for having me Absolutely. And everybody, when you hear this episode, and I'm sure you'll you'll love it, uh, Kevin really provided a lot of value. Just uh, please go ahead and like and review. And be, let us reach more people. Right, have a great day. I'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey. Without a strong why, it can be so difficult to reach your maximum potential. My name is Dr. Jason Ballara, and every week I meet with real estate investors and mindset specialists that are taking action in order to build a life according to their own terms. We will break down what drives successful people and allows them to achieve at such a high level. If you are a professional wanting to break through, or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you.